This is Mama Unleashed. Knowledge, information, truth and tools for you so you can become the happiest mother you know. Hello and welcome to Mama Unleashed, the podcast for women who want the most out of motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Hacker-Pearson. I have a small confession to make. I dropped a ball. This episode of Mama Unleashed was meant to come to you yesterday and it didn't. I don't like dropping balls, as I'm sure you don't either, but as I was recording this episode, acutely aware (laughs) that I dropped this ball, I realized that when we talk about getting the most out of motherhood, motherhood, which is what this podcast is all about, naturally we think about more, more, and more. But actually, what if getting the most out of motherhood means doing less and intentionally dropping balls? So yep, today we're going to be talking about balls, a variety of balls. (laughs) We'll also talk about perfectionism and why doing less will lead you to get the most out of motherhood. Now, full disclosure, I am a recovering perfectionist. Leaving my perfectionism behind is a gift my children gave me. Now make it sound like it was a choice. No, it was very much forced upon me by the sheer chaos of having my children. I quickly learned, um, well, it took me two years, but what's a couple of years between friends? Okay, it took me a little while, (laughs) but I learned to abandon my extremely high expectations of myself as a side product of parenting. Actually, it was a side product of matrescence, the developmental transformation women go through when we become mothers. If you'd like to learn more about matrescence, I encourage you to listen to episodes four, eight, and 28 of Mama Unleashed. You can find these in the show index um, of where you're listening to this episode. But going back, when we journey through matrescence, we change. And as much as we would like to hold on to the person we were before we had our baby, it's just not, just not possible. When we become mothers, we're changed physically, psychologically, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. So while the chaos of my new life provided the push to make the change and leave perfectionism behind, matrescence was the catalyst, which is beautiful. And I'm actually really grateful for it. Now I can view perfectionism with new, slightly less perfect eyes. (laughs) And I realize that perfectionism is really just anxiety in a different coat. Perfectionism has no place in motherhood. Or certainly it doesn't if you want to be a truly happy mother. So let's drop perfectionism like a ball. Why a ball? Well, because I just dropped a ball with releasing this podcast episode. And honestly, I was really hard on myself about it. Then I remembered the commencement speech I heard years ago by former Coca-Cola CEO Brian Dyson. And he talked about the five balls of life and encouraged us to think of life as a game where we're juggling these five balls. He calls the balls work, family, friends, health, and spirit. We all have them and we try our hardest to juggle them well. The interesting thing though, is that some of the balls are rubber balls and some are made of glass. In other words, if you drop a a rubber ball, in his example, it was the work ball, it will bounce back. But the glass balls, which are family, friends, health, and spirit will break or they're irreparably damaged. This analogy has stuck in my mind for many years because I find having a visual representation of this concept really powerful. 
<laughs> Let's be honest, which mother only juggles five balls? Yes, I know they're the five main ones, I get that, but let's bring this into motherhood terms. If you want to have an idea about how many balls you juggle, I encourage you to make a list of the glass and rubber balls in your life. There'll be many. And don't forget to add your whole mental load and of course, <laughs> perfectionism. But this isn't just an exercise to see how much you have on your plate. This is a technique to strategically and intentionally drop balls and do less and therefore get the most out of motherhood. Now let me explain. It has become apparent to me that there is a further distinction among these balls that we juggle. They're the glass ones, the non-negotiable ones that will shatter if you drop them, and the rubber ones, right? Well, among the rubber balls, I realized there are quite a few categories depending on how rubbery the ball is. Some will be super bouncy, like, you know, those crazy small solid rubber balls our kids always choose as their prize at the arcade. You know, those things that they, they bounce around for days from floor to ceiling and, and through all for over the walls, <laughs> like crazy. And then there are the denser balls, the ones that only bounce a little bit at a very low level if you drop them, like say, ankle height. And of course you have all varieties of bounciness in between. The beauty of the bouncier balls is that even if you drop them, you have at least a few bounces to catch them before they stop bouncing altogether. The less bouncy ones, you obviously have less time. And the really bouncy ones, <laughs> the crazy ones, well, you can let those bounce for days in theory. So if you write the list of glass and rubber balls you juggle, which I really strongly encourage you to do, make two columns. Put the glass ones on one side and go deeper than health, family, etc. Put all the non-negotiables in your life in there, including your mental and the mother load. And put your rubber balls in the other column. There'll probably be many, and I'd like you to rate them according to their bounciness, with one being not very bouncy at all, like the ankle height I was just talking about, and 20 being those super crazy mind of their own little terriers. What's a really rubbery ball for you? What's a 10 on your list? For me, a 10 is cooking dinner. If I drop the ball, I order takeout one night and the next day, or sometimes even the day after, <laughs> I cook again. I don't intentionally drop that ball, but like all mothers, I'm juggling a lot of balls. So if I do drop the dinner ball, it will bounce right back up again like those crazy bouncy balls. Another example is washing or folding washing or putting away washing. I have two baskets of unfolded washing in my living room as I speak. They've been looking at me for three days and I get a little pang of guilt that I haven't attended to them. But that ball is also super bouncy, so I'm letting it go knowing it will keep bouncing until I can catch it. The less bouncy balls obviously require a little more of our attention and effort. Releasing this podcast episode was one of those for me. It was a very unintentional drop, but once I dropped it, I was quick to crouch down and pick it up again. And I'm hoping that you will forgive me for being a date late in releasing this, but otherwise no harm is done. These examples from my own life are unintentional dropping of balls. I don't set out to drop them. Remember, <laughs> I'm a recovering perfectionist, but science suggests that dropping a few balls is one of the best things we can do for our brain and our mental well-being. Let's quickly talk about stress as an, as an example. Dropping a bouncy ball will reduce your stress. Do you agree? Juggling all those motherhood balls and managing your mental load is stressful. And if we put our brain under constant stress, it will over time rewire itself to deal with all that stress. 
research shows that areas of the brain that are used more become stronger and so the others um, less used areas will compensate for this. This means that if we stay in a state of constant stress, we're taking activity from other brain areas, especially those that we use for higher order tasks. That makes the higher order tasks we have to perform in motherhood, such as the low bouncing balls, much more tedious and sometimes even unmanageable. If we drop a bouncy ball every now and again and let it bounce around for a little bit, it will reduce our stress, right? and it will let our brain regain some equilibrium. Never mind the fact that being stressed is not a nice feeling. It also shortens your temper and exhausts us. It damages our health and it can make us feel depressed. Nobody wants that. So I encourage you to intentionally drop a bouncy ball or two and you can always pick it up again later. Other things you will gain from doing less are having more attention to focus things that bring you joy, a greater connection with your children and loved ones and more free time to do things that make you happy, among the many, many, many other things that are completely specific to you. I find it's so ironic, isn't it, that doing less will actually make you get more. But that's exactly how it is. And when you do less, you also create more mental space to make good choices for your reaction to a stimulus. I go into this very important concept of creating more mental space in episode 26 of Mama Unleash, but here is a quick example. When we have little mental space, that is the space between a stimulus such as your child nagging and your response to that nagging, we make choices about our response from an unconscious knee-jerk-like place. When we create more mental space, we can consciously choose a different and more appropriate reaction. So for instance, little mental space would lead to a knee-jerk reaction of shouting at our child for nagging because let's be honest, it's annoying, and more mental space will let you choose um, your reaction so it can lead to the outcome you want to create. We don't want to shout, we don't want to create a bad environment between us and our child, so the mental space helps us choose to ask our child what the matter is or to cuddle them or to find out what it is that they actually need. It is in that mental space that you also choose to drop a ball or the perfectionism, the cooking ball, the folding washing one, whichever one. You need the mental space to make decisions that benefit you and your children. And to get that mental space, you need the courage to drop the first ball. I would also just like to mention that as the elasticity of the balls goes up, not only does the magnitude of what the ball represents in your life go down, the consequences of dropping one of those balls goes down as well. What I mean by that is dropping two bouncy balls might be easier to do, but it might not give you the outcome you need compared to dropping one, say, medium bouncy ball. Use your mental space, be conscious in your decision, and mostly be intentional. Making a conscious decision will increase your mental space and make you feel more confident with what you've chosen, which will train your brain and mind to thrive in motherhood by creating more mental space. <laughs> it's such a beautiful, positive feedback loop. So I encourage you to make a list of your balls and categorize them. Glass or rubber, and then within the rubber balls, categorize again, 10 to one, very bouncy, bouncy, medium, bouncy, however you wanna rate them. And so if it all gets too much, you feel stressed, you lose focus, you feel unhappy, or generally you realize your reactions are unconscious knee-jerk reactions with little mental space, drop a couple of balls intentionally. You'll know which ones they are because you have a list and you will know the outcome of each because you have mental space to make that choice. 
Now quickly though, just going back to my friend perfectionism, sometimes we don't want to regather a drop ball like perfectionism. Let the perfectionism ball drop to the floor. It will bounce up again, trying to remind you to catch it. Resist. Every time you consciously resist grabbing the perfectionism ball, your mind will send messages to your brain and subsequently to your body that we don't do perfectionism anymore. This ball is not to be touched. Over time, the perfectionism ball will lose its bounce more and more and your brain will get stronger and stronger in resisting the urge to capture it. Like training a muscle, it does take time to train the brain, so be patient and please be consistent. Thank you very much for joining me today. I hope that this episode of Mama Unleashed has encouraged you to intentionally drop some balls in your life so you can increase your mental space and get the most out of motherhood. If you have a friend that will benefit from this episode, please forward it to them. I will leave you with a quote from the Bhagavad Gita. It's far better to follow your path imperfectly than it is to follow another's perfectly. Thank you for your time today. I'm Dr. Jennifer Hacker-Pearson and I look forward to seeing you next time on Mama Unleashed. Oh good, you're still here. Thank you so much for your time today and for your interest in becoming a happier mum. I truly hope this episode has been informative and inspires you to take deliberate action to thrive in motherhood. I just quickly wanted to remind you that the Mama Unleashed launch competition is ending in a few days. If you haven't entered, you can win one of three $50 Amazon gift cards. All you need to do is simply subscribe or follow, rate and review Mama Unleashed on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube at Dr. Jen Hacker-Pearson. Then send me a screenshot of your follow, rating and review to podcast at drjen.com.au and you're in the draw. It's so simple. This competition closes on September 30 at 5 p.m. AST. All the T's and C's are in the notes below and at drjen.com.au, um, <laughs> nearly forgot, forward slash podcast. I'm also going to put um, the instructions for how to enter in the notes below. So please have a look there. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.